If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply feel discouraged or even defeated, and if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then the Zen Success Show is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa Sims. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Noah St. John, legendary executive coach, iconic keynote speaker, and number one best-selling author, Noah St. John, PhD, is recognized as the father of affirmations. So we'll learn about that and what that means. <laughs> and the mental health coach to the stars. Noah St. John is recognized as one of the most requested in-demand business and motivational keynote speakers and executive coaches in the world. He is the only author in history to have works published by Hay House, HarperCollins, Simon & Schuster, Mind Valley. I didn't even know they had a publishing arm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Nightingale Conant. That's that's the same publisher as some of the greats out there, the mm -hmm. first inspirational speakers, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And the Chicken Soup for the Soul publisher, which I've also interviewed Mark Victor Hansen on this podcast. So very familiar with Chicken Soup for the Soul. Noah has also delivered over a thousand plus presentations for corporations, associations, business groups, colleges, universities, and youth organizations worldwide. I'm sure you're such an inspiration to our youth. That's, uh, that's incredible. Noah St. John speaks for groups ranging from 25 to 25,000. He's been seen on CBS, ABC, NBC, The Jenny McCarthy Show, and many other TV and radio programs. Welcome, Dr. Noah. Well, thank you, Carissa. Great to be here today. Woohoo! Yeah. We finally aligned and yes. connected. Yes. When was the first time we connected? The a national publicity uh, summit that yeah, was probably about like twenty twenty one, I guess. Twenty twenty one, probably twenty twenty one. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel I feel so lucky that you remember me. <laughs> I remember you too. But but that must have been when I was first getting involved with the National Publicity Summit. And mm -hmm. and we're just now connecting. It's just interesting how life works that way. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, but I'm happy that you're here. Mm -hmm. And I want to start our conversation with just an open question. Do you feel that anyone can become successful? Well, let me, <laughs> I love that question. Um, oh, okay. let, let it's me, not too let, generic for you, no, right? No, I love it. I love it. Let, let me say this, okay? I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. Now, I, I know that's a total cliche. I know. But it's true. It's totally true. I grew up I in a little town. That. I yeah, read I about that. I read about that. I grew up in a little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which is one of the wealthiest communities in New England. But my family was dirt poor. I mean that literally because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents ended up losing to foreclosure when I was just 15 years old. So growing up, I had the painful experience of experiencing the gap, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots. The haves mm -hmm. was everyone else in the community. The have-nots was my family. Because you were Not going to school with them. So so exactly. you were in there. But But it's like interesting because it's like, I feel mm -hmm. like maybe you even had that success and wealth vibration at that time, because think of it all, it was all around you, right? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm sure we've all <laughs> Sorry, heard- I'm taking a different perspective. I, 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 I'm sure we've all heard these motivational speakers or guys get up on stage and they'll say things like, well, you know, growing up, we were poor, but we were happy. <laughs> we didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, we freaking knew we were poor because- and, But what, were you happy? No, it sucked. I hated it. Are you <laughs> okay. kidding me? Happy? You're keeping it real. You're keeping I it real. I hated it. Okay, I hated being poor. My mother, bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So no, it wasn't happy. It sucked. So the point is, from yeah. a very young age, I hated being poor. I hated it. 
because there's nothing good about being poor. There's there's a lot of whatever out there that says, you know, it's more spiritual to be poor. And I'm like, great, that's that's great for you, man. But see, what what a lack. But you of think money, that's BS, really? That it's I, great I to be poor because what a lack yeah. of money does is at least this was my experience. Okay, this was my experience. A lack of money means you have a lack of choices. And when you have a lack of choices, that means you're not free. Mm. Okay. So I can definitely make the argument that I grew up in a prison of poverty. Okay. So Mm -hmm. was that fun? No, it wasn't fun. It sucked. And so because I hated being poor so much, I made a determination from the time I was very young. I mean, I was only like seven or eight years old, very young. And I said, I, I, I hate this. I want money because I would hang out with my friends at school and they all had, you know, they came from wealth. I mean, big houses. If you ever go to Kennebunkport, Maine, you'll see it's a very wealthy community. I see. You know, but my family was out there and, the, you know, down a dirt road and, and we lost the house at age 15 when I was 15. Anyway, so yeah. the point is, I said, I've got to find a way out of here. I've got to find a way to go from, you know, here to there, meaning poverty to, if not wealth, at least not poverty, you know, I, I because this yeah. sucks. So anyway, at least somewhere I mean, a little bit better, right? Little but, better. But, you, but you had the taste of wealth around you. So you knew that it was That's possible, right. maybe. That's right. And I know, see, now this is going back to your question. Well, this is a <laughs> way of answering your question. Okay, but it's all related. Trust me. So the point is that, you know, I understand that many, many people, and I mean, I would think just mathematically, most people on this planet are raised in basic poverty, you know, or at least not wealth. I mean, just mathematically speaking, that's a fact. There's, nobody can argue with that. That, you know, why do you think we have the 1% and the 99%? Right. That's pretty right. accurate, really. And then, of course, you have the 0.1% and the 0.001% and so on and so on. Right. But that's because what the it 1% is. I mean, is considered, what is that considered? Over 100,000? Actually, or? it's. I think it's over like 75,000. Oh! You can believe it. Seriously. No, are you kidding right? me? No, I'm not. I mean, I research this all the time and I'm pretty sure that's accurate. There's oh, my a, God. I know, right? It's crazy, isn't it? Wow. I had no idea. Okay. Well, you do the know, research. So, okay. Hello. Okay, go back. Yeah. So you're, you're welcome. You're such everybody. a New Yorker. I love your straightforward. Like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're cool. Well, okay. like I said, I grew up in Maine in, in New England, which they're very direct. You know, when yeah. I, I was actually, I just did a speaking engagement in the South and they're like, you know, well, we can. And I'm like, guys, can we just get to the point here? You know, 25 minutes later, I love you, man, <laughs> but come on. I'm Time is money. Let's go. You're a straight shooter. Yeah. Let's go. And they, they anyway, they appreciate okay. about me. Oh, anyway, yeah, I'm sure. So, so can anybody be successful? Of course they can. So my point is, again, the reason I was sharing that story is very simple because I wanted everyone to realize that, yes, I grew up in poverty and yes, it was, I was poor in a rich neighborhood. Most people are, I, I mean, they grow up in poverty consciousness because that's what's taught. So I, I mean, even though I hated being poor and another part of me, I assumed I was going to be poor my whole life. Right. I just assumed I was going to be because what else is there to do? Even though I worked really, really hard not to be. Yeah. uh, At the age of 25, I decided to commit suicide because (gasps) I was broke, depressed. I'd been reading all these books on self-help. And that's what I, I I skipped that part of the story. But when I, wow. you know, I told you when I was a kid, I hated being poor. So I went to the yeah. library and read every book on success. I just, yeah. I went to the self-help section of the library and read every book. Yeah. And I really, really tried to make it work. But at, yeah. by the time I got to age 25, it never worked. I was still broke, poor. I was living by myself. My girlfriend had just left me. It was like a country oh. song, you know, oh my, God. my girlfriend left me. But it was, you know, it was true. It really happened. Yeah, it was and true, so right. I said, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. On, on this planet. And so I'm, I'm leaving, I'm taking me out. And, you know, at the very last moment, my life was spared. And, and so at and how that did that moment, happen? You had an awakening? Well, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. And like I said, I mean, my, my girlfriend left me, I had, you know, I, I had, I had a job, but I mean, I was just barely getting by, I could barely pay the rent, I was late on the rent, most of the 
you know, most of the time, luckily I had a very nice landlord. He let me be late. And I mean, it was just, it was just constant struggle. And yeah. And and still, I was just still poor. And I, and I literally said, well, this is, this is going to be the rest of my life. This is what I have to look forward to for the next 40, 50 years. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be here because this sucks. I, I, no, this is not what I want. And I'm, I don't want to be here. So I made that decision. And so I, decided to and this was before the internet this was in 1992 when this happened so there was no okay. internet right before but i remember i remember reading or hearing somewhere that if you pull your car into a garage and close the door then and keep the car running you would asphyxiate yourself and, uh, and yeah die, i've you know? heard and that i said i said i'm always that, conscious of that i'm always so okay got to turn right. the car so off i had heard that somewhere and i'm like well that sounds good because you know i don't have a gun i don't want to you know i can't shoot myself or something you know I'd, uh-huh. so i'm like that to me is good because you just fall asleep and you don't wake up to me that's pretty good right this is yeah. me at the time painless yeah, exactly. seemingly painless yeah. exactly so there was just one problem i was living in an apartment building and we only had open auto bays i didn't have a garage <laughs> so Oops. i didn't have a gun didn't have a garage i didn't have anything so i said you know what i'm going to do i'm going to get in my car i'm going to drive around and i'm going to find an open garage that i can pull my car into and shut the door behind me and that will be that and i i did that i drove around i was living in north hollywood at the time I drove around and in, in Van Nuys, California, believe it or not, I found. Oh, an open- my God. Story. This is I lived true. in Van Nuys. If you this tell me, true. Uh, tell me this the all street. True. Oh, my God. You can't make this stuff up anyway. Okay. So I I went to I was about to pull in. I I, I saw an open garage. This is unbelievable, but it, it is totally true. It happened. And so I looked in this garage and I said, OK, let's go. Let's do it. And at the very last second, something caught my eye. And I ah. looked in the corner of the garage and I saw the thing that saved my life. Oh, my God. And it was a child's bicycle. Oh, my God. It was a child's bicycle. I knew it was a child's That's... bicycle because, you know, it was literally one of those little ones that had the yeah. handlebars, you know, and the little things yeah. on the end. I used to have a bike similar to that when I was a kid. And so I looked over there and I said, and then I just had this vision and I said, and I'll never forget this. I'm getting chills as I tell this story again. But I said, okay, Noah, you're going to pull into this stranger's garage. There's a child, at least one child, maybe more, at least one child living here, parents, and they're going to come home and find your dead body. And I, I just pictured that, you know, I pictured the, the mom and she's crying and screaming and going, what? And the kid is all confused and like, what? And I saw this vision and I said, Noah, this is going to traumatize this family, possibly for the rest of their lives. And I said, you can't do that. That is not yeah. fair to these people. You can't do that. Yeah. So so and, you had you had compassion. You you had compassion with this with this bike, and you could really feel that alternate yes. reality that could have been. That's amazing. Yes. I saw it. I mean, I, I just saw the vision. I saw this family yeah. and I said, Noah, you're gonna traumatize this family for the rest of their lives. I said, that's not fair. You can't do that. I mean, imagine if a stranger, you come home and a stranger's dead in your garage. I said, I said, right. no, you can't. So I just pulled away and that was, that was it. And I said, okay, all right, fine. I won't do it. And so I, that's when I started really talking to God and saying, what, what is it you want me to do? Oh, what do you want beautiful. me to do? Because it felt like divine intervention to me. Yeah. Like, yes. like, okay, you're yeah. manifesting this open garage. Yes. But that is your choice point. That bicycle is, yeah, I'm just getting chills. Yes, And what are you going to (laughs) do? You know, what are you going to do? And so. And and that was it. I said, and of course, I don't know who this family is. I'll never know. I mean, it's, you know, it was, they weren't there. So, I mean, it's impossible to know who it was, but I saw it anyway in my mind. And, and Van Nuys is kind of for people that don't know is like a like a kind of a sketchy. There's areas that are sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was kind of so, not so nice. It was I mean, kinda. I lived there. Yeah, yeah. I no, I mean, I didn't expect really to find. I didn't know what I would find. Yeah. So that was the thing that saved my life, and so that's when I started. So I realized. Noah, what am I doing here on this planet? I've got to find my purpose. And so I went back to the library. Remember that I told you earlier, I went to the library. I I just read every book in the self-help section. I went back to the library, the North Hollywood Library this time. And I read every book in the spiritual section. Mm. And I started reading 
all the spiritual books. I see. From, did you believe from, in God at this point or what were your spiritual Well, yes, practices? I did. And that's when yeah. I started going to the North Hollywood Church of Religious Science. Oh, yeah. I Religious was, science is really yeah. in alignment with my beliefs, too, because yes. I went to Agape in L.A. Oh, yeah. Michael Beckwith. Absolutely. Yeah, Michael Beckwith. He's the man. I heard yeah. him speak back in the 90s and I said, man, this guy's a superstar. And of course, yeah. I was right. Um, but so uh, when I grew up Catholic, I was raised Catholic. Okay. Okay. And what I got from being raised Catholic was, well, because that's what they tell you, <laughs> is, you know, first of all, you're a sinner. Secondly, nothing you ever do is good enough. And third, you know, God doesn't like you. <laughs> so it's like, great. This is awesome. Thanks, so there's God. no hope for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Awesome. I mean, yeah. We're all, you know, you're a sinner and good luck. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's great. Anyway, so when I went to this Church of Religious Science, uh, the, the the Reverend Mark Vieira, I, I remember, you know, his name, and, and um, he, was, he was a very great speaker, you know, very, uh, really good, you know, communicator. Mm-hmm. And he was, and he said something. And by the way, when I walked in, when I walked into that church for the first time, here's what I looked like. I was all hunched over like this. I couldn't look people in the eye. I was no like way. You? Oh Me? my God. You are I, a I, different person. Hello. You are transformed 180. Yes. But I mean, I had, I had zero self-esteem, none, no self-esteem. I couldn't look people in the eye. I was, you know, uh, and I'm like, uh, just, uh, well, you know, I had just attempted to commit suicide. Yeah, of course. Right. Not exactly feeling great about myself at that time, you know? Well, I thought maybe you would feel a little bit better that you didn't do it. No, I still had no self-confidence, no no self-esteem at all. Mm-hmm. And so, so the Reverend got up on the you know pulpit and he started saying things like, "God is right where you are," and I'm like, "What? I mean, God's right where I am. God doesn't even like me." And then he said, "There is no spot where God is not." And I'm going, "What? That doesn't make any." I was raised to believe that God was a white guy with a beard and he's looking down and he doesn't like me. You know, they're a sinner. Just waiting to punish you. you Watching, waiting. I'm going, what? So anyway, that's when I really started diving into the works of Ernest Holmes, who was the founder of the Church of Religious Science, Science of Mm -hmm. Mind, which is not Scientology. People think it's Scientology. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad you clarified that because yeah. I do know oh, yeah. the difference. And, yeah. and it's like night yeah. and day. Oh, yeah, very Believe much so. Me. Very much so. Anyway, <laughs> so I really, no, I'm just kidding. I really okay. studied. No, I studied Ernest Holmes. I studied, you know, Marianne yeah. Williamson and Louise Hay and Neil Donald Walsh and people like that. And I really started to understand more about the nature of God and man and the fact that there is no spot where God is not. And I'm like, that was a totally weird, totally different way of looking at the universe for me. And so, but it really gave me a sense of confidence and calm that I had never had in my whole life. And so, you know, fast forward five years later in 1997. And you believed it. So that's the thing. You believed it because you were receptive at some point. It made sense to me. It made sense. So five years later in 1997, I found myself back in college at age 28. And then, um, well, actually, no, at age 20, 1995, I was 28. In 1997, I was 30. And so that's when I had the two epiphanies that led me to do all the work that I'm doing now, having written 24 books, um, helped my clients add over $3 billion in, in, you know, added found revenues, meaning I've helped a lot of people add multiple six figures, seven figures, even eight figures using my methods and, you know, do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, uh, online courses, books, and everything like that. And keynote speaking, as you mentioned. So um, that really was my journey. And uh, that's how everything started. And now 26 years later, you know, um, we've helped a lot of people not only make a lot of money, but really win their lives back. You know, and I work with a lot of people and I coach a lot of people, whether it's one on one or group coaching who, you know, probably weren't as bad off as me, (laughs) you know, but Mm -hmm. I mean that like I'll give you an example. Like um, I was coaching one uh, one woman. uh, Her name is Catherine. She's an entrepreneur in Pennsylvania and she is in my group coaching program, which is called the 12 week breakthrough. We have a program called 12 week breakthrough, which is a group coaching program where Mm -hmm. I help people make more in just 12 weeks than they did in the previous 12 months while actually yeah. winning back their lives. So Can she, I interrupt for a moment? 
Yeah, I have sure. read your PDF on the 12 week breakthrough. I downloaded it. So I highly encourage oh, nice. everyone to do that. And, <laughs> and you can schedule a call with your team, which is so generous and incredible. What an incredible opportunity. So, uh, so yeah, so that's available on his website. If you, if you want to give that right now, that's okay. The, the, yep. Go ahead. You want to, hmm. do you want to give that? I was going to say that's website? at breakthroughwithnoah.com. That's the breakthroughwithnoah.com. Breakthrough okay, easy to remember, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm the breakthrough yeah. coach. Mm-hmm. Breakthroughwithnoah.com. Yeah. Yes. And I really feel your heart when you say you help people get their lives back, you yes. know, because money is about having a choice. Of course, you know, that's a, a means to an end, but um, that's, that's, that's right. really beautiful. Well, just going back to Catherine's example now, when she joined the 12-week breakthrough program, she was in a very dark place in her life. That's her words, not mine. So she was in a dark place and, you know, not as bad as I was, but still, you know, that's her words. Well, in week five, she sent me an email after I've been coaching her for five weeks and she sent me an email and she said, guess what, Noah? I just raised $185,000 in one day because of what you taught me. And she says, I finally believe in me for the first time. Oh, $185,000 one day. Hello. You're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's that's so powerful. incredible. And, and we have lots of stories like that. But mm-hmm. the point is, that goes still back to your question that you opened with is, can anybody be successful? Yeah. I mean, when you when you apply the right strategy and you have the right plan, the right tools, and you get the right support, and that's the key element that's missing for many people is having the right support. The the people in your corner who are believing in you, maybe when you don't even believe in yourself. And mm. see, that's the thing that I never had. And now that's the thing I'm able to give to my clients is believing in them sometimes like, you know, with Catherine and many others that they just didn't believe in themselves. And once you start to believe in yourself, and see what's so funny is that everybody talks about that. Everybody says, well, you know, the key to success is believe in yourself. Well, that's great. But what if I don't believe in myself? Yeah. And what because I realized. You need to feel it. You need to embody it and, and really live well, it. It's a process for doing that that they never tell you. They never tell you these things. See, this is taught by those guys, those gurus that already believe in themselves. And they never didn't believe in themselves. Okay. So the point is for someone like me and for, frankly, for most well, people. Well, maybe some of them didn't. Like Tony Robbins had some, you know. <laughs> maybe. No, I, I know. But they still fast. don't tell you how to do it. But <laughs> he still didn't say the say, Right. Believe exactly. in yourself. It, it's kind of like saying to someone who wants to lose weight. Well, listen, if you want to lose weight, right. make sure you don't weigh so much. Right. Or he was using NLP, what? I think. And, and sometimes, yeah, NLP and hypnosis. But yeah. Anyway, my point is that there is a process, a formula for that. And that's just one example. Of, of, you know, the things that we do. But the point is that most people, frankly, just don't believe in themselves, even though they've heard it a million times. And that's, you know, and I'll give you another example. Tamisa is another uh, entrepreneur that I worked with that I coached in the 12 week breakthrough. And she was very skeptical. In fact, she was, she's a self-proclaimed seminar junkie. That was her words, right? She was going to all these seminars, you know, like you were saying, and all, you know, all these gurus and everything. And she was doing well. She was actually making six figures, but she could never break through that income ceiling. She just kept yeah. hitting her head on that ceiling, right? Which is very common. Most people have this income ceiling and they just, they can't get yep. any further. No matter what you do, right? And no yeah. matter how you go to. I want to tell so, you something just as a side note. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I do spiritual healing and mm-hmm. I, and I do on money too. And I can see people's income ceiling mm-hmm. and it's self-imposed. Because mm-hmm. we are limitless. So it's just mm-hmm. interesting that you say that because everybody has a floor and everybody has a ceiling, but they That's put right. it on themselves. That's but right. usually I feel that God or the universe or your destiny, your soul protects you with um, a certain floor. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Well, Tamisa, you know, was definitely had her floor, but she kept hitting her head on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> no matter yeah. what she did. And so... She decided to join my 12-week breakthrough. She's very skeptical. She's like, ah, is this going to be any different? And uh, I was like, you know, well, this, the results speak for themselves. So you tell me. Anyway, in two weeks, she tripled her investment. The first two weeks of coaching with me, she tripled her investment. And we hadn't even gotten to the money part yet. <laughs> so what does that tell you? I mean, that's how effective that these methods are. 
Yeah. And it's so, is it so effective because you're really working on the, what's going on on the inside. You want to talk about that a little bit and, and then, and then you get into how can you take action now coming Mm -hmm. from this place of confidence and belief. That's right. So when you look at any human endeavor, all right, so whether you want to make more money, you want to get a promotion at work, you want to start a business, you want to grow a business, you want to sell your business, right? Or you want to have a happy relationship, right? So this isn't just about money. It's about your whole life. I see. Okay. Okay. But whenever, Thank you whenever... for clarifying that because, Absolutely. you know, a lot of people think that you might be about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, like my latest <laughs> book is called The Seven Figure <laughs> Expert, <laughs> which is all about, oh, it only talks about money. No, 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 no. I just want to get your attention. The Seven Figure Expert. This is all about I mean, yeah, I mean, I've helped people make $3 billion. So yeah, I mean, so do I help people hit the seven-figure yeah. level consistently? Yeah. But more importantly, I help you win your life back. I mean, I think that's more important. Of course, they're both important. Anyway, so in any human endeavor, there's always two elements, two. And this is what I've been teaching for 25 years now, okay? And the two elements are inner game and outer game. Inner game and outer game. So if you look at two... uh two circles that that sort of join together here like a a, a Venn diagram right yeah so this circle I actually is... made a copy of it <laughs> oh you did yeah it's right there it's in all my books I mean this is what I thought about like I made a copy because I was I like oh, oh this is, is great so I had you're it right good. here <laughs> you're good Carissa you are good anyway it's in all my books anyways and the end books that. And That's that. incredible. So buy any of your 24 books mm-hmm. on uh mm-hmm. like the Noah's St. John Com? Well, it's uh, it's noahstjohn.com is Noah my St. main John. website. Okay. And then there's, if you go under books, you have, you know, we have a, a listing uh-huh. of, of my, my most popular books. Uh, but actually for this, uh, this book here, which is uh, the new one, it's called The Seven Figure Expert, Your Ultimate Guide to a Life of More Impact, Influence, and Financial Freedom. You can actually get this book for free at sevenfigureexpertbook.com. Very easy to remember, sevenfigureexpert.com. Oh book.com the book is free i've covered the cost of the book and we just, just ask pay. you to cover the shipping pay for okay. shipping okay yes yes so okay. seven that's, figure that's expert book.com so how do you do that do you do that through amazon or you have a publisher uh th- this one i published myself um but okay. as you mentioned earlier i'm the only author in history that's had works published by hay house harper Collins, simon and schuster mine valley and Gail conan and the chicken soup for the soul book no one else on this planet, no one else in history has ever done that except me. I'm the only person. And you can research that. You can look it up. I'm in. It's fine. Anyway, I, believe so... in, I believe in you. <laughs> thank you. I believe so, you and believe man, in you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, anybody can anybody can research that all they want. Like, nope. Yeah, nope, yeah. Nope. Anyway, okay, so you're going back to this game. story. All right. So inner, inner game. game yeah. All right. Those two circles. Inner game. Now, inner game is everything that happens between your ears that you can't see directly, but it affects everything that you do. All right. So like, for example, I was just speaking to a group of business owners in Orlando, right? That was the uh, the conference I was just at recently. And I asked them, and I, I do this with, you know, all of my keynote presentations. And I'll say to my uh, audience members, all right, what is one area of your life where your beliefs don't affect you? And and here's what people do. They go, um, uh, um, I go, exactly. There's no, <laughs> There's no place your beliefs don't affect you, right? Your beliefs affect your health, right? Your your peace of mind, your stress level, uh, your mental health, your emotional health, right? All aspects of your well-being, your weight, and, and all of that, right? So your beliefs affect all of that. Your effect, uh, beliefs affect your, your wealth, your money. Right, your finances, your your business, your career, your job, whether you get promotions or not, whether you you know are attracting clients or patients or customers or not, et cetera. Right, all of that in terms of money, and then of course relationships. Right, your beliefs affect your relationships. I mean, your your personal life, your business, your professional relationships, your intimate relationships, family relationships, social life. There's no place your beliefs don't affect you. But here's the interesting thing: you can't see a belief. You can only see the effects of a belief, okay? And so one thing that that means is that you can be doing really well in one area of your life, but maybe in another you're stuck or struggling. So for example, 
I would Maybe. say most times, most times there's. Hello. <laughs> I would say most of the time. Yes. Yes. You I always know, like to undersell. Well, I don't like to oversell. I like to yeah, undersell it. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, but you, you are so right. You are so right. Um, but my point is that let's say, you know, maybe your health is really good, right? You're doing well with your health, you know, you're in good shape and, you know, so, et cetera, but maybe, you know, your money isn't where you want it to be, right? Or conversely, maybe, you know, making lots of money, but maybe, maybe your health is suffering or your relationships, you don't see your family, et cetera, right? That's right. Because they're focusing all their energy on making money and sacrificing their soul. Really? Yes. So then that happens then very right. free. So the point yeah. is, it's not cookie cutter, one size fits all. That's what most people, you know, those gurus are doing cookie cutter. What we do is a very customized, personalized approach. Okay. So that's your inner game. And then you also have your outer game. Okay. So your outer game is everything you can see directly. It's right in front of your face. I mean, there it is, right? So that's the the systems, the strategies. For example, as an entrepreneur, right? You know, we have to do all of the offers, funnels, and traffic, and all of those things that you have to do to make this thing called money. Yeah. Right? That's the outer game. But here's what's very interesting. Most people are very imbalanced in one or both of those areas. In yes. other words, many people have spent a lot of time, money, and effort on one while ignoring the other. Yeah. In other words, like, so there's people that watch The Secret 37 times and they wonder why they're not a millionaire. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, good luck with that. So in movies like The Secret, what they did was they lied to us. They lied to us because they well, said, listen, they just didn't share everything that you needed. Well, they lied because they said, basically, hey, listen, all you got to do is think about money and money pours in from the sky. <laughs> just think about a car and it appears magically. Really? What planet's that on again? Really? You know, because last time I checked, we have to do this annoying thing called take action if we want to have a result here on planet Earth. It's like, you know what? I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit on the couch. Think about having six pack abs. Meanwhile, I never exercise and I eat junk food all day. It sounds great. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's like another the next piece of it. So, you know, like visualizing, believing and feeling and then you got to take action. That's right. You got to get out exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I've been teaching inner game and outer game for 25 years. And that's one of the reasons I have helped people make over $3 billion after they've tried everything else already. Yeah. Right. Because they like Tamisa, I was just talking about, she was a seminar junkie with everything. And they're all saying the same thing. No kidding. Of course, they're all saying the same thing, but they're missing the most important things. And that's what I do is I fill in the, the gaps. I fill in the blanks. And that's what so many people have said is like, no, oh my God, thank you for giving me the missing piece. This is what I've been looking for for 20 years. I'm like, you're welcome. So the point is, it took me 20 years, right? And I had to spend over half a million dollars. I paid all these guys all this money only to find out they can't teach their way out of a paper bag. <laughs> and so, you know, they're great self-marketers, great self-promoters, but they suck at teaching. They suck at coding. They don't tell you anything. There's no there there. And so I said, my God, you know, I would pay this guy all this money. They're more yeah, motivational. Yeah, or or exactly. inspirational. They're they're motivational. Well, they're more they're just self-promotional is what they are. They're great okay. at self-promotion. They're spending tons and tons of money. And you to can get learn from attention. them too. The, well, the way they promote. Sort of. You 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 can learn from observing them, but so in other words, I tell my clients all the time, look at what they do, not what they teach. Because what they teach, they're gonna leave everything out. If you look at what they do then they're doing it, right? But still, they're still, it's like a black box. They're, they're never going to tell you what's in there. So that's what I do is I expose the black, I'm like, look, here's what they didn't tell you. You know, it's like the iceberg principle, right? 5% is visible above the surface. The vast 95% is invisible. So mm -hmm. it's only when you master your inner game and your outer game that you have the phenomenon called success. All right. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, when you when you read my books, when you when you get my I mean, when you go to my website, you just see so many case study, case study, case study. And that that's another thing that I just want to point out is that that's the difference between personality driven success and system driven success. See, personality driven success is exactly what it sounds like. It's based on that person's personality. Well, that's great for them. But what if I don't have that personality? Right. Well, then you're out of luck. 
See, those guys are, they have this big, big, larger than life personality. That's their whole marketing. That's all that they're all about. You know, look hmm. at my, look yeah, at my I've never helicopter. heard of that before. Personality look. success. Interesting. This is what, this is, this is what I teach, Carissa. Okay. Of course you haven't heard it before. <laughs> this is what, this is what I do. This is why people make a lot of money after getting coaching with me, because it's like, yes, you're welcome. But that's the point is they're, they're all doing personality. But there's no system. And how do you know? This is the key for everybody listening to this program. I want you to realize this is how you know. It's very simple. Is their biggest success story themselves or are their success stories based on their clients? See, when you go to my websites, you'll see it's all about my clients. Now, of course, I've done well. I've made millions. I've lost millions. Okay. But who cares? Who cares? It's not about, it's about one other people. It's about it's being about the system. That's how you know okay. that anybody can do it. This goes right back to your very first question. Can anybody do it? Well, yeah, when you have the system, when you follow the blueprint, when you mm -hmm. fill in the blanks that those guys don't give you. Yes, mm -hmm. I give you, I, I literally give you the checklist. Here, do this. It works. I had one of my clients many years ago, one of my actually my very first one of my very first coaching clients. He said, Noah, do you realize that your coaching is the only coaching that fixes every other coaching? And I said, well, yeah, you're right. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I was I was glad he said it. I didn't say it. He said it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And he also said, do you realize that if people do this, it never not works? It never not works. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you're right. It never not double works. Double negatives make a positive. <laughs> exactly. You're right. It never not works. I'm like, yeah, that's true. You're right. Good point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. That could be a, a new marketing tagline or a different marketing, you know, yeah, well, if you, you know. if you felt like it, I mean, everything <laughs> that you have is working already, but it's just, it's just kind of, uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, because it's mm -hmm. like, like your client that you said went to all of these seminar junkie, went to all these oh. different, uh, coaching services and, um, made more, yeah, from your triple investment weeks. in two weeks. You can yeah, watch your video. Investment. It's all it's you watch your video. Um, too. Yeah, on your side. I mean, it's anyway, that's that's what I'm all about. I'm all about systems that work, because the fact is most entrepreneurs think about what most entrepreneurs are doing. So if you think about your life, right, your your life, your your, your dream life. Why would you become an entrepreneur? Because you want to have freedom, right? You want freedom. Exactly. Want that's why freedom. I left my corporate. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or me too, right? Because I was working in corporate America. I hated it. You know, not putting it down. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's just not for everyone. You know, yeah, so I actually really liked it, but I did want more freedom. I wanted to right. take vacations when I wanted. Right. That's yeah. one of the reasons that most people become an entrepreneur. Yeah. But then you realize, oh my gosh, you know, uh, I, I don't even have a system here. I, I don't really know. And because nobody's telling you what to do, you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one of the reasons why so many entrepreneurs are hitting that income ceiling that I talked about. And so the point is that... Once you put these systems in place, see what most entrepreneurs, if you think about it, when you're trying to build your dream business or your dream life, it's like building a house, right? So it, when you build a house, you have to have these certain things. They have to be in place. And if not, the house is going to fall down, right? It's not going to be, it's not going to stand the test of time. Yeah. But what happens is that for most entrepreneurs, what they're doing is they wake up in the morning and they say, man, I really want a house. What should I do? Well, I don't know. I don't really have a plan. So you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start slapping boards together and I bet a house will show up. So most entrepreneurs are busy running around slapping boards together, hoping a house shows up. Meanwhile, they're working way too hard for not enough money. And so in order to fix that problem, you really only need three things. You need to have the right plan, right? The right plan. That's what to do. Like, that would be the blueprint, right? That's the system. That's the formula. Boom. Fill in the blanks. Just do it, right? That's the right plan. What to do. Then you need the right tools, right? Because even if you have a good plan, if you don't have the right tools, it's still going to be really hard to build your house. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you know, try to drive a nail in with your forehead. That's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> right. And but, what you know, would be an example of the right tools for an entrepreneur? Is that what you're talking about? Like the funnels and marketing? That's part of it. Mean? Yeah. But I'm also okay. talking about inner game tools as well. So inner game tools. Is, okay. I start. Yeah. I started my company, successclinic.com in a 300 square foot basement apartment in 1997 with $800 to my name and a book on HTML. So I had nothing. I had no money, no marketing, no sales, no business skills, you know, no experience. And if you remember being online in the 90s, remember that uh, the, with the the modem and, the, you know, you've got. I wasn't. I wasn't Work. online to me. Okay, yeah, well, I had a like a, a word processor. OK, well, for those of you who remember being online, 
Yeah, lots of lots wow. of noises. You yeah. know, we had a Mac computer. I mean, I was in high school. We had a Mac computer, so I was a little bit to do right. like design and stuff, but not mm-hmm. really online searching. Well, right. I'm. I mean, I was one of the first to do it. In fact, I I didn't even know it at the time, but I actually started the very first business and personal growth website online back in 1997. I'm actually oh seven months older than Google. God, that's amazing. Yes, it is. Oh, that's so cool. So anyway, the point is back then we had very few tools. They were very rudimentary. Uh, it's like trying to build a house with a rock and some sticks, right? <laughs> so now what's ironic about it is we don't live in the information age. We live in the information overload age. That's right. We passed, we passed the information age 20 miles back. Most people that I talk to every single day are on overload. That means ironically, there's too many tools now. So it is funny because it's just as bad to have too many tools as too few. Right. Okay, so one of the things that I do is I help people cut through that clutter and because they just go, no, I don't know where to start. There's 10 million, yeah. million, million things out there. I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, let's just start right here and we just simplify. You know, people ask me all the time, how did you write 24 books? How did you do that? You know, how have you done that? And I always answer the same way by writing them. Yeah. Now, I know it's that's priority. a priority. It's, exactly. it's making it a priority. Exactly. Really, and- you have to choose. Yeah, exactly. In fact, like right now, we have a book done for you service because so many people ask me about that. They said, no, can you help me get my book done? And I go, sure. So we have we actually have, we get your book. done. Oh, that's you. awesome. Yes. And in fact, uh, right now I'm working with a stem cell doctor uh, who's in Nashville. And he told me that uh, when he hired me, he said, no, I've been thinking about writing this book for the last 10 years, 10 years. I've had this book rattling around my head. We got it done for him in six weeks. I bet Boom. it's going to be brilliant. And yes. so amazing. I'm excited about it. It's a great book. There. Yeah, it's a great book. So yeah. anyway, so you got the right plan, what to do, the right tools. Okay. That's how tools. to do it. And okay. then the third thing that you must have is the right support. Okay, you've got to have I that person or people believing in you. You or me? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I do it. So yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs> here I am. I'm I'm the guy sitting here saying it. So yeah, yeah. You're not. I don't know point. who you could possibly use for that. You're going to have point no idea. To what what could you? Who could you possibly do? I have no clue. Yeah. It's, it's a mystery. <laughs> it is. It hey, is a mystery. But I'm anyways, glad you gave us the answer. M- moving on. Uh, yeah. Who's got two thumbs and gives you all this? <laughs> Me, this guy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's I amazing. Because okay. they'll be like, what are they talking about right now? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. This is fun. Well, anyway, it is fun. It's fun talking about this. Right tools and the right support. I mean, that's yeah. that's like 90% of the game, but right. you still have to take the right actions, right? Your house isn't going to build itself. So, I mean, I that's give right. you everything. I mean, that is literally fill in the blank, but you got to fill in the blanks. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Catherine that I was just telling you about. I mean, uh-huh. she did her homework. That I mean, everybody that I coach yeah, is They worked hard. They, worked they focused. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. they're investing a good they're amount of money. money. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll give you another example. Like I had one client named Charles. And he read one of my books and just contacted me on the website. And he totally just loved my approach. He said, no, I love how you're different. I love how you're not the same as everybody else. And he said, so, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to hire you. So I said, okay, no problem. I said, now, by the way, just before we get started, how much do you think it's costing you to not have these things in place this year? Like in the next 12 months, if we don't get this in Mm -hmm. place for you, how much do you think it's going to cost you? Now, without batting an eye, he said a million dollars. No, if we don't get this in place, I'm I'm going to easily, it's going to cost me a million dollars over the next 12 months. I said, I'll tell you what, Charles. First of all, I hear that all the time. It's very common. People say, you know, if I don't do this, it's going to cost me, you know, 250000 half a million, a million or more, you know. And so it's very common. And so I said, I tell you what, just give me 10% of that million dollars okay. and I will coach you for a year and I will find you that million dollars in the next 12 months. In other words, if, mm. if you give me $1 and I give you $10 back, is that a good deal? He said, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good deal. So he paid me $100,000. That's 10% mm-hmm. of a million, right? He paid me 100 yeah. k That's why I love working with high achievers, right? They make decisions quickly and firmly. They don't, yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah. They don't think about it. He's like, dang, I should have said 10,000. Or- <laughs> exactly. So anyways, <laughs> no, but he, he was happy because- Oh yeah, he's what? happy. I didn't find him a million dollars in the next 12 months. Instead, I found him $1.8 million in just 10 months. Okay. Okay. So he close I, enough. Right, uh, close enough. So he uh, he gave me a dollar. <laughs> I gave him eighteen dollars back. Is that a good okay. deal? Oh, that's a great deal. And anyway, and by the way, he just sent me an email recently. Okay. And he said, he said, what is no, that you're having? Uh, just a lozenge here. Okay. I'm, I'm talking a lot, so I'm yes, you are. Yeah. Anyway, so he um he said he sent me an email, 
recently. And he said, guess where I am now? I'm on a seven week vacation with my wife. We just bought a new RV with all this money that we've got now. And we're taking seven weeks off. We're going to drive around the Southeast and, and drive around in our new RV. And he said, so Noah, not only do I have more money than I've ever had before, I also have more time than mm. I've ever had. So he can thank take you. that said, seven weeks. That's I a said, beautiful testimonial. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm going to shift the conversation a little bit because yeah. I did say, I promised our audience that I would talk about affirmation. Yes. So before you leave, I'm enjoying <laughs> this whole thing, but can you believe I've only asked you one question? Well, oh <laughs> I tell you what, I, I can I can talk for about a weekend. So yeah, yeah, it's right, it's, so, it's so funny. Okay, go ahead. Here it is. So this is my affirmations method. This is my book okay. of affirmations from Hay House. So if you go to a f f o r m a t i o n s affirmations.com, you can learn more about my affirmations method. But very briefly, everybody knows what an affirmation is, right? It's been taught yeah. for centuries. An yeah, affirmation like, is a I statement. I am powerful. I'm happy. I am I'm perfect. rich. I'm successful. Yeah. Your brain goes, no, you're not. So most people do not believe them. A scientific study actually proved that 75%, just get this, 75% of people do not believe their affirmations. And yeah, that's so imagine, why they're not effective. I, exactly. I imagine if that. you had a phone that didn't work three out of the four times you went to use it. You'd probably get a new phone, wouldn't you? So that's what I invented 25 years ago is a better phone for the mind. So uh-huh. my affirmations method, instead of saying statements, I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm successful. The brain goes, no, you're not. You say, why am I so happy? Why am I so rich? Why am I so successful? And because of the embedded presupposition factor of the brain, this is what I discovered one morning. It was in the shower. I call it oh, the shower. Oh, that's cool. I get yep. a lot of inspiration in the shower. Most of running. us do. Yeah. So this is, I've written 24 yeah, water. books on the, yeah. on the subject. But anyway, so yeah, it's the embedded presupposition factor of the brain, which is just a fancy way of saying when you ask a question, your brain searches for the answer. So we're using the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. The problem is, we're sowing seeds of thought, but the bigger problem is that most people are sowing really lousy thought seeds. And so the point is using my affirmations method, you can sow better thought seeds, change the questions you're asking, change your habits, change your results, and thereby change your life. That's my affirmations method in a nutshell. Oh, wow. Okay. So can you say that again? So you say, why am I so wealthy? Why Why am I so happy? happy? Why am I so rich? Okay. And see, because when you're, when you're asking, when you're forming a question, that's how I invented the word affirmations is the word Mm -hmm. that I invented. It comes from the Latin word formare, which means to form. Okay. Okay? To form again, Mm A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-R-N-S, affirmations.com. And so the word affirmation, right? The old one that we're all used to, we've yeah. heard a million times, comes from the Latin word for mare, which means to make firm. So here's what I have been asking and, and you know, t- telling my clients for over 25 years now. What if you're making something firm, but it's in the wrong form? That means you just formed a life you didn't even want. Oh, so yeah. Using my affirmations method, that's how you can form better questions form better habits, form better results, and form a better life. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to something that you said earlier in our conversation when you were sharing your story, Mm -hmm. that most people are taught to be poor. How is that? Is that through their parents, through programming, the school? Like what, what is it? Well, you could ask, where isn't it? Because it's everywhere. Where uh, isn't it? Okay. Where isn't you feel it? like well, it's in the media. Or, it's, yeah. it's in it's in the as what Jung called the collective unconscious. And so it, I'll give you an example. If okay. you look in the media uh, or watch any movie, right? If you have a you know a superhero movie or whatever, um any any like villain movie or something, the, the bad guy is always a a a wealthy businessman. The bad guy's always, you know, a, a wealthy It's so business. true, especially you know? like Marvel, Avengers. Yes, yeah. and they're all showing, oh, so if you have money, that means you're a bad guy. You know, it's like, it's, I mean, it's just everywhere. It's very pervasive. And so, you know, growing up poor, I got all those messages, um, you know, uh, again, from well-meaning people, parents, yeah. teachers, clergy, whatever. Uh, but there's mm-hmm. lots of, you know, beliefs out there. You know, it's it's uh, uh, easier for 
a rich uh, camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the gates of heaven, and da, 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 which mm-hmm. is a total misquote, by the way. And I mean, it just goes on and on. So the point is that it's it, one of the things that I do with my clients is I actually we I give them a quiz that actually shows them where their head trash about money is, where their beliefs about money, their limiting beliefs are about money. And, uh, you know, uh, one one woman who's in my 12-week breakthrough class right now, she took the quiz and she said, I didn't even realize that I was holding on to all this trash, all mm-hmm. these negative beliefs about money. I didn't even I didn't even realize it because they're in my subconscious. I'm like, well, yeah. well, that's what it's there for. So we bring it to the conscious and then that's how you can make a conscious choice. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. And are you successful in all areas of your life or do you feel like you could use a little help like health, relationships? I mean, we know you're wealthy. Right? Well, I'll tell you what, what my, my mission here on this planet now is to teach the world about affirmations. Yes. And, you know, to, to the, my stated mission, when you go to our website, if you go to uh, noahstjohn.com, you'll see that our stated mission is to raise con- the consciousness of humanity one question at a time. So mm. the fact is, you know, I've reached millions of people with my message, but I'd like to reach over a billion, you know, so I've got a lot of work to do. You know, as long as the good Lord mission. decides to keep me here, I'm I'm going to keep, you know, plugging away and helping people, I hope, you know, with my message and, um, you know, keep uh, trying to make a difference. I mean, so that's, I mean, I, I would say that I've done well, but, you know, hey, there's always, uh, I'd like to help more people, you know, before, before it's my time to go, let's just say. Oh, wonderful. But you, you have healthy relationships. Are you healthy? You feel like you're, you're well-rounded in your abundance? Well, I mean, I I have a beautiful wife. We we laugh every day. One of my oh, favorite wonderful. flexes. One of my favorite flexes is to shut off my computer every day at five o'clock. I am the opposite of the hustling grinders. There's lots of hustling grinders out there. Work 14, 16, 18 hours a day. I'm like, good luck, have fun. I'm like, no, I want to live. I want to live, and that's who I like working with. Now, I'm certainly not suggesting that hard work isn't appropriate or something bad about mm-hmm. it. I'm saying that I would rather have systems that do the work for me, so I don't have to do it. But you have yeah. to install the systems. It does. It's not magic. You still have to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I work out every day. We laugh every day. So I would say, yeah, I guess I'm I'm pretty well rounded. Yeah, that's a thank you for sharing that. I just think that that's an important aspect of your life and, you know, for people to get that perspective. So what is Zen success to you? I, I, for me, it's it's having a balance of time, energy, relationships, and money, having those four things, having, you know, the time that I want to do the things that I want to do, having a good amount of energy, having happy relationships, and then having the money that I want so that I can do the things that I want with whom I want when I want. Uh, it, you know, and it, that's what I help people to create every day is, yeah. is, uh, I mean, I don't call it Zen success, but certainly yeah, it no, could be not. called Zen success. And it's really <laughs> living that, that freedom lifestyle. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you and your sense Thank of you. humor, hearing about all of your books and programs, and I'll put your website and I, you, I know you have many and how to connect with you in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining me on the Zen success show today, Noah. My pleasure. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Zen Success is also available on the radio in select markets through amfm247.com. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen Success journey and join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen Success in life.